Hello everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick, I'm one of your hosts alongside the Spellboy, Duno Cunha. Hello everyone. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. Uh, right, so hmm, not a lot of things happened this week. Yeah, I well, we have yet to try out. Uh, I've been meaning to try out the Elspeth versus Kiora deck with you, and yeah, we haven't. Oh yeah, that is sweet. That. that has some sweet art in it, like the new Mother of Runes and stuff. Yeah, the I I don't know the Planeswalkers to me like look look the best. Anyway, this is isn't this doesn't like news. Kiora look really weird. No, Kiora looks fine. Like she's got the wave behind her, and like she looks. If you draw in that surfboard at the bottom, she looks like she's surfing. I see. Anyway, uh, today with us is our special guest returning for the second time, first time. Yeah, second time. Yeah, it's uh, the Dragon Lord Gonzalo Rodriguez. Uh, hi everyone. Uh, I'm glad to be back, Mick. I I. I almost forgot what your title was. I had to ask Nuno why it was. It was Dragon Lord, right? I yeah. I can't yes. remember. Yeah, man. See, we need you get you guys. We need to get all of you like on the podcast. More Either often. badges or have them branded. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ba- yeah. Badges is fine. <laughs> okay. You have you have a little title there. So just you and me with like, the with the branding. Uh yeah. Yeah. The tattoos, the tats, <laughs> left cool. arm, left arm, right arm. Uh. Right, so if you did not know, this is the Power 9 Podcast. Um, we release uh, every week, me and Nuno come together and we talk a little bit about the cards that drive us a little cuckoo sometimes in a little game called Magic the Gathering. I don't know if you heard of it. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Um, and so you can find our previous episodes on power9podcast.com and I do recommend go, you know, go listen to episode 10. And episode uh, 15, which uh, we did about how to lose a game of magic. Uh, right. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes. You can find us on mtgcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast. You can find us on Twitter at power9podcast. The nine is a number nine. And you can email us your suggestions, comments, stuff that you want us to say. Advertisement on website design. Yeah. <laughs> if you are Michelle from Star SEO Marketing, uh, please don't sell us any more emails. Thanks. Uh, also, if you're a prince from Nigeria, yeah, we, we, under- we, we, would, we would appreciate to get your money. But First. But- unfortunately, we will not... We will not be taking it. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, we. I don't. I don't like to be. You know, I don't like. We're to too be good at yeah. MTG Finance to take uh, to take donations money, from yeah. uh, <laughs> Nigerian princes. Uh, wait, our email power nine podcast at gmail dot com and on for the show. So we're gonna start off the show this week. We're gonna start off the show this week with a little bit of news. Um, we should have that. We should have a clipper. Have you guys watched or listened to podcast Beyond? Mm, it used to have. No. I uh, used to have um, uh, Greg Miller and Corio Mar- Colin Moriarty, and they always have this uh, new segment at the beginning. Uh, it's called the Roper Report, and, like, and they'll now go, like, the news. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they'll they'll have this like little soundbite which they do like like all newsy. Time for some news. Uh, we should at least. Uh, I want to steal that because they're not using that anymore. They're not on. They're not in IGN anymore. Cool. Stealing is always cool. 
Uh, okay, so there's slow news week as always after set releases. Like you never get anything out from Watsi. They're smart enough not to release uh, big news, spoilers. I don't know what else. Um, I don't yeah, know. no spoilers yeah, they, for now because they they want people to be excited about about dragons. dragons yeah, people. Yeah. I think people are excited about dragons. I am excited. Yeah. Well, you, obviously, yeah, the Dragon Lord would be excited about it. Yeah, I need a to set get called the, Dragons. Another job here. just to get all the just dragons. All mm. the goddamn dragons! <laughs> yeah, made of dragons. And they have play mats with dragons. They have everything with dragons. Are you going to be playing game day? Games day? Uh, probably. I need uh, to find <laughs> a deck to do it. <laughs> well, apparently, the deck to be on is red green because it during the dragons. weekend. Well, yeah, <laughs> because the, uh, the the Star City Games top eight this past weekend out of the like uh, red green, red green. It was six green. red greens out of yeah. you know eight decks in the it's top really eight. It's really good. I I think like if you drop if you drop the beasties, it will be really good. Yeah. Apparently, turn four Atarka or turn five Atarka is good. It's amazing. Only yeah. Turn so five I heard. Only. Yeah. Much better than the GP where they took a long time to to finish during the top eight. Oh uh, yeah. This See, was much green, faster. Green red. Yeah. Green red. Uh right, so only one piece of news this out this week and um on April sixth, Watsi announced the uh some updates to the PPTQ uh structure or the PPTQ I don't know. Well yeah uh, I guess the, the format structure. the formats available for PPTQs has yeah. now been sort of more standardized. Okay, so a little background. If you don't know what PPTQ is, it's preliminary Pro Tour qualifiers. So we used to have just Pro Tour qualifiers, big events. So it's events. a qualifier yeah. for the qualifier for the for Pro the, Tour. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So it's the. Shouldn't it just be Pro Tour qualifier qualifier? PPQ, PTQQ? I think this the way it's more sort of dyslexic mm. friendly. Uh, <laughs> no, it's less this. It's. No, the other Wait. way is more dyslexic friendly because you no, have uh, pro to work qualifier qualifier. They, they just don't want to repeat the same word, probably. Yeah, Microsoft Microsoft will like delete the extra word for you because right, people know they're ex- you know because people know how good they are with computers. Oh uh, yeah, I think they were afraid that people would think whenever they saw a pro qualifier 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 that people would think it was like a glitch oh, that's a, yeah that's yeah. that's real repeating the words and then yeah. the editors yeah. will so just so this way it's it. more clear cut it's a preliminary pro tour qualifier which in essence it's a pro tour qualifier qualifier oh, gosh naming conventions it's, it's either a pptq like or a ptqq ptqq pptqq whatever it reminds me of a family guy you know when uh <laughs> Peter's time. It's he's trying to like uh, spell out some word, and he goes uh, a Q, a second Q, a third Q, Batman symbol. <laughs> Man, I have to watch this episode. I, I, that's the thing. Like, I don't watch Family Guy enough. Like, I watch it on and off. Uh, oh, it's the best way to watch it, though. Family Guy. Like, you never watch it, and then all of a sudden, ah. I wonder what's been happening on Family Guy. I just binge watch like eight episodes and, and then just yeah. yeah. Same same goes with South Park and, and stuff yeah yeah like definitely. Okay, uh, <laughs> if you guys don't if you guys don't know that reference, just go watch any episode of Family Guy. Uh, I'm uh, pretty sure it will, it will yeah. turn up. Uh, okay, so there's updates to the pre PTQ. After observing, okay, so the first round of 
uh, preliminary Pro Tour qualifiers are over. They'll, they, yeah, they're we're over now, right? we're now... Oh, second season, right? Second. Yeah, we're now... Yeah. Second season, yeah. Okay, in, so... In the middle, I think we're hitting the halfway point during the uh, the second season. Yeah, there now is. now is the modern season. No, this is, this is no, still this is standard, yeah. Standard, yeah. Okay. So the, the modern Pro Tour is always the first Pro Tour of the year, uh, around about Janu- January. Mm. And so the initial change that happened recently was they wanted to make all four pro tours standard pro tours yeah and then the community was not happy because they thought they were focusing too much on the business just like trying to sell cards Mm -hmm. because that's that's what what standard does like people want to buy the new decks they see on the pro tour but they thought they were because yeah they they thought they were neglecting sort of players who enjoy sort of more stable formats such Mm -hmm. as modern or legacy yeah, but they, they would never do a legacy pro tour because not enough people play it. And, and so, yeah, they 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 compromised. They they hurt the community and they gave us one modern pro tour and three modern pro tours. Yeah, I uh, think sorry. Uh, one, one modern three and standard, three standard, yeah. standard yeah. Um and Gotta still you'll it. have in all of them you'll still have drafts. So every day we will start with three rounds of draft followed by uh five five rounds, rounds of, of constructed. constructed. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so Previously, during the PPTQ seasons, uh, each shop had the option to choose from modern, standard, or sealed mm-hmm. um, to run their PPTQ. Yep. But now the change that was announced was the the you can still run a sealed tournament, but if you're running a, a constructed tournament, the constructed format you choose is tied to whatever Pro Tour you're qualifying people for the qualifier. <laughs> okay, to yeah. make that simple... If the Pro Tour is modern, exactly. like it's the either modern or sealed. And if the Pro Tour is standard, then it's either standard or sealed. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so sealed deck is the constant here. It's yeah. either standard constructed yeah. or modern constructed. Yeah. So the, the the format is very much sort of tied to, to the what Pro you're Tour. Playing, yeah. the, the format of the Pro Tour. And this was very controversial because this takes us back to the constructed seasons, as they were called. So we used to have a modern season where all the PTQs would be, would be modern because you were qualifying for the modern Pro Tour. Uh-huh. And then you'd have the PTQs that were sealed because you were qualifying for the sealed Pro Tour. And like though you had the block and you had the standard and whatever. Um, no, they um, tried to simplify. That's yeah, the thing. So they- now it's... Yeah. yeah, but then we had... So when we changed to the three standard, one modern Pro Tour and the PPTQs came in, uh, all the shops had like all of the freedom of to you know run, to, to run, run whatever they wanted, they wanted provided it wasn't like legacy or block, so they could run any format. No well, constructed, yeah, it's either constructed well, or legacy is constructed. They still couldn't run. Oh it. yeah, you can't run legacy, right? Yeah, okay. So either modern, modern constructed, standard constructed, Correct. or sealed, sealed deck. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, now they yeah they're just taking us back to the same structure we had before, which was the uh, the, the, the constructed seasons. Man, we are we are really narrowing down uh, the number of formats that we can play. Like competitively, I, I, yes. Yeah, I I think that's I don't I don't know. To me, that feels very um, against what uh, what he wanted to do, which is like to diversify. Yeah. I thought the first time round they got it right, but apparently I like, think they want to diversify. At the FNM level, but not at the competitive level, because we had in the past, you know, in the past we've had two-headed giant pro tours. We've had oh, yeah, team, GP, team, team, draft, team GPs, team yeah. GPs, yeah. Like we've had, we've had it all, 
and we, we've had Rochester drafts. We've had uh, a long you know, time ago. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> man, that is whoa, man. Yeah, yeah. The, all of those formats were competitive in the past, and now Wizards is. I think it's beca- also because they're seeing other games and how they they work in com- in a competitive level, mm. and they they want the the structure to be a constant. They want every time there's a pro tour, they want them to be very similar, so that you're always sort of assessing the same. Yeah, yeah I I know. It's just that like the when the first time the uh, pre PTQs were announced and they had like this structure where you can have like standard, modern, or sealed. I think like that shouldn't like it. It allows the stores to at least run whatever their community kind yeah, of. Plays, correct. Yeah, correct. But at the same time, when that was announced, a lot of people thought it was weird that you could run a modern PPTQ that would qualify you to a standard PTQ. Yeah, I, I, and I a get standard. that. Like, but uh, for example, if you are playing a standard now, the Pro Tour is only six months away. So yeah, it is. It is, exactly. Like your standard's going to change. Yeah, the, 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 the deck is going to change, yeah. but you're still... So the, the, the main concern initially, and this is why they say they base themselves on, on the data from the first round, mm-hmm. people thought it was weird that you were you could play a completely different format and qualify yourself. Yeah, okay. But it's also where you can play a, a format of standards with uh, some editions, then play the PTQ with another one, then play the Pro Tour with, with another another completely different. So it's the same well, format, but the, the way it works... Completely different. Um, yeah, that's Let's the thing. See. Like, okay, we so yeah. So just, this season, just, uh, this season, it does. You you will have. So the people that are playing this round of P, of PPTQs, they they have standard, a right? they have Theros M15 and Kans. Uh, well, the Kans block. Yeah. Whereas in their own and their Pro Tour, which will be Battles Zendikar Pro Tour, they will have Kans. Origins and battle for Zendikar. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's a completely different. Uh, yeah, that's the standard. thing. Like, okay, so just a disclaimer here before, like anybody, if anybody puts anything in the comments, uh, they don't put the they don't put the feedback online. Like, there's no link for the uh, feedback that apparently that they have from the stores. I I believe them for sure. Yeah, I yeah. I remember reading on Twitter like a lot of people were saying. So it is weird. Like usually a player concentrates on a format, right? Yeah, of course. So you what they were. The main concern that the players showed initially was like you could have someone who's very good at modern, and they can go and randomly win. Not randomly, but they can and go and win a PTQ. Randomly enter. The, well, they they win a PPTQ, and then they they go and play a standard PP, PTQ and a standard Pro Tour, because uh-huh. the the PTQ has always been tied to the Pro Tour. Yeah. But yeah. the PPTQ uh, that was not the case for the PPTQ. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like it, it will be now, and I think this makes things sort of more streamlined. Yeah, okay. So because, I understand yeah. like the the streamlineness of it all is just very, you know, it feels The change isn't that big. The change right? isn't big, but the thing is it affects the it does affect the community. Like what Yeah, what but I if, saw if the community that, doesn't play so for example, if you were qualifying for a standard uh, PTQ and mm-hmm. the star wanted to run a, a modern PPTQ, like if their community doesn't play standard and they want to run modern, then who's really going to like you know, the the people that want to go and play a standard PTQ and our, uh, and Pro Tour, those will be the people that are interested in going to set PTQ and qualifying from the PPTQ. Like, the people that play Modern don't want to go and... Yeah, okay, that's that's kind of... That's true. It's just... You, you know. see what I mean? Because the groups of players that usually tend to focus on the different formats are, are different. 
you I know, know the, but the standard yeah. players are very much the guys that you know they keep up with the rotations where the modern players have a more yeah, the shoes that they can. Well, obviously, you have the you have the the spikes that just have all the formats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those guys will play whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever format they're yeah. asked to play. But you know, everyone has their preferences, and I think it just makes even though, for example, for the standard they're playing right now isn't going to be the standard they're going to be playing at the Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. They're still going to have like a block in common. For example, they're still like a very big overlap. The whole cans block. Yeah, the overlap yes. will be yeah. And so I I don't think that the downside you have of changing the format. I think it is much better to have a format like as it, a constant. It will be very yeah. It will be but focused. yeah, I don't think it makes much sense for you to qualify using modern and then going pl- going and playing standard standard. No, I I'm looking at it from like the the shops uh, perspective. Like you have to you have to think like I I want to organize the event. Then and the event needs to make a bit of money. Yeah, know? yeah. Obviously, if you're playing from the art, if you're looking at it from from the uh, the making money point of view, obviously the shop will want to run whatever the event ha- that gets has the, the most the most attendance. Yeah, exactly. But for that, they can run their own events. I think if you're mm-hmm. going into the competitive scene and if you want to get the players that want to go and play the PTQ, the PTQ and the Pro Tour, mm-hmm. you want you want the players. To play the same format throughout. Yeah, but there's no cash. There's no cash payout. Like I mean, like we play pre, we play the like PTQ. Pre-PTQs. The PPTQ does have a cash payout. Exactly. Like, the PPTQs have the cash payout, and like if you but have the, but the cash payout has to go towards travel. Yeah, that, that's determined by the store. Uh, the yeah, store okay, uh, that wasn't well. That was an agreement with the the shops in Portugal, anyway. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, for me, it makes much sense because it streamlines the whole thing. Like there, are, there will you, be. It makes you focus. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. I'm going into a standard tournament. And if I'm they don't have modern standard. players, they can just run a sealed tournament. Like everyone, I think sealed is very enjoyable. Sealed even though, is, yeah, sealed. Is even though it's just... slightly more expensive, but people love opening boosters. Everyone loves opening boosters. Yes. Yeah, that so, smell. Yeah, patented smell. I I forget where the article is from. Uh, probably <laughs> some with uh, some. Um, very old inquest article about the smell of packs and the feel of the yeah. oil. And yeah. I think people always resist change and initially when PPTQs were announced, people weren't happy. Yeah. But it is true that now you have more competitive tournaments, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like That's, we used to have one PTQ per season in Portugal and oh, now man, we still yeah. have the same PTQ but in, it's in Spain instead. <laughs> and so now it's, it's but now you have many more PPTQs so the, the amount of competitive tournaments in Portugal just just went yeah. skyrocketing yeah, exactly. every time uh, some, not only big changes but some changes come to magic everybody goes oh my god the game is gonna win and still <laughs> yeah. and then still in yeah but this this I see as a very positive change and I think yeah. people resisted initially but people were complaining initially that it was dif- the formats weren't a constant throughout and now they're complaining that they are, so it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah I think this yeah, is this is the best way. This is the best way to yeah. do it. The, and I, yeah, I once read that to Magic players, the second thing they like most is to play Magic. The first is to complain about the game. So. Man, yeah, it, it is one hundred percent true. Yeah. Then they should be all Singaporean. And, uh, <laughs> we are complaining kings and queens. Well, but that's your. That's your second favorite thing. Yeah, the first, like, uh, the first, like your favorite thing is seeing like Malaysia fail or like winning against Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, that's <laughs> watching, watching, uh, specifically watching soccer matches between Singapore and Malaysia or Singapore and Indonesia. Like that's. Yeah, but only if you win, I imagine. 
no, it's seeing Singapore fun. lose must be. Yeah, seeing Singapore lose on home ground kind of sucks. But yeah, it, it's fun to watch. Like uh, I went to a match, just a side track. I went to a match with a friend, and so Singapore's obviously Singapore wears red, and then like we play against Indonesia, and Indonesia was away, so they wore white. Uh, if you did not know, Singapore and Indonesia have the exact same flag, except we have stars and crescents on ours. Uh, oh, do they have the same flag because they're in China? <laughs> <laughs> Part of yeah, south of the south of the equator of China. All right, yeah, yeah, that's the extent of the territory. <laughs> anyway, so so my friend was wearing a red shirt. Like we all wear red shirts, uh, but he was wearing a white singlet underneath. So when Indonesia scored a goal, like he stood up, he took off his red shirt, and, like started shouting like. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, it's fun. It's fun to, to watch. Anyway, uh, so that's all the news we have for this week. On to our main topic of discussion. Uh, the title of the episode is "Slower Than Cruise Control." Well, it's a bit misleading. Uh, this week we want to talk a little bit about um, slow play, but not not really slow play, but just tournament etiquette, right? right? Tournament etiquette that will help you prevent you from getting game losses. Match losses, just warnings. Uh, yeah, warnings. Um, you know, just how to improve yours and your opponent's experience at a tournament. Yeah, at a tournament, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I think the big thing uh, that we experience, uh, and since like all three of us are judges, even though I don't judge anything at all, <laughs> hashtag let me judge. Uh, Right, we're gonna talk a little bit about slow play first. We're gonna start it off with slow play. Like yeah, I think, I think that's, slow that's... play is the biggest concern amongst players, especially when we're on the they're on the receiving side of the. Yeah, it's like no, I wasn't. Oh. No, no, they won't say that. They're like yes, and then grumble, yeah. and then after the after the tournament, like look for you. Now like, some players actively complain on the spot, like saying that they weren't slow playing. No, Mo- really most of them just act shocked and then they they proceed to play. But the uh, but it it is very rare that they they complain because usually what we do first is we give them sort of a caution, like we, we yeah. ask them like you have to make a decision yeah. or I'm gonna ask you to play yeah, faster, yeah. Place faster yeah. increase your pace of play, um, and then if they they continue playing slowly or they fail to make a decision in a reasonable amount of time, and at that point they will get get a slow play warning. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's start off with like the definition of slow play. So so slow play is a an act or lack thereof whereby a player takes longer than is reasonably required to complete game actions. Uh, after which, of course, you receive a warning. If you receive multiple warnings. Uh, yeah. you receive, you know. Slow play is a tournament error, and those upgrade very fast. Oh man, those like you have nine. Uh, if you're playing in a GP or a PTQ, you have nine rounds, which is at least eighteen matches for you to wreck those well, up. Like nine? No, no, sorry. Nine. Nine, yeah. nine matches. Yeah, sorry, nine. Games. Yeah, eighteen nine games. Matches. Eighteen games for you to wreck those up. Two. Uh, two warnings gives you a game loss. Game loss? Yeah. Gives yeah. you game, a game loss. Yeah, and then after that you get like another two, and then good, jo- good job. It is okay. I'm gonna quote. You're gonna quote from the from the the IPG. A second or subsequent warning for a tournament error offense in the same category is upgraded to a game loss. Oh yeah. So the first time you get a warning, every mm. time after that you're gonna get a game, a game loss. loss. Yeah. Okay. 
So, <sighs> yeah. Sadness. It is always a, it's always a sad way to end um, Dude, just get, yeah. top eight yeah. or a, yeah. So we, we saw, I saw a while ago on a, during an SCG invitational, a guy, he was in the uh, semifinals uh-huh. and all of a sudden, like the game, like the guy was trying to make a decision and all of a sudden the judge comes over, taps him on the shoulder and like people stop playing, they start scooping the cards and then the uh, the commentators say yeah he, he got a an slow. upgraded slow play warning jeez yeah. on the on, yeah, on semi final man that yeah. stinks uh yeah uh anyway so let's let's dissect this uh let's dissect this definition so the act or lack thereof whereby a player takes longer than is reasonably required so i think uh the action part is uh is we'll, we'll we'll take about this an action part and then it takes longer than reasonably required so this whole idea of like reasonably required yeah so in that sense it is sort of a subjective yeah. well it, it would seem from its definition man. that it is a subjective uh uh sort of uh, penalty mm-hmm. but uh it it, it turns out I don't think it is that subjective. I think most judges in the same situation will or will not. They have like go-to, I think most judges have like go-to guides. Yeah, some guidelines about uh, how to do it and how to assess yeah. it. So yeah, we'll, exactly. talk about the, we'll talk about the guidelines. Now obviously, yeah, more, obviously like yeah. what people, what transpires from a judge's uh, sort of actions mm-hmm. is very rarely like the full picture. Oh yeah. And so well, like obviously when they just read this one sentence where it said a reasonably a reasonable time frame <laughs> to complete actions it seems very very vague. Oh yeah, that is very vague. That's not But obviously ju- like the judges on on the spot like at at that place when they're judging like there is obviously a whole bunch of guidelines in the back- background mm-hmm. and a whole There's bunch a of articles and training that yeah. the judges went through to know how to take action. So mm-hmm. Okay, so um uh, there was an article back uh, a few a weeks ago. ago, yeah, quite a while ago, about uh, just slow March. play in general. Uh, he brought up this whole idea of like the time perception problem. I think it's it's uh, it's a nice way to look at it. Um, uh, what this what this means is that when you're taking your turn, okay, generally, time is perceived very differently from uh, different perspectives. Each end of the table, yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you're taking your turn. Obviously, things go, uh, you know, you, you don't think you're doing things very slowly or very quick. Uh, actually, yeah, you don't think things are going very slowly, but, you know, you take your time and you consider all the outs and stuff like that. Uh, you're actually taking time. But, um, you know, to your opponent, so you, you think you're at uh, normal speed, but to your opponent... Uh, your opponent's thinking, man, this guy's taking really long. Like this guy's, yeah. you know, yeah. not making the. And sometimes right it's easy for a player to just get stuck in a decision, and that's why, like, the judge will come over and tell and him, like, you have yeah. to make a decision, or I'm going to ask you to make a play. Yeah, that's it, it. Is very easy when there are two very like close calls uh, with a decision where the guy just like he can't make up his mind and he's just stuck. Mm. So that's that's it's reasonable. It happens like a lot where I I'll go over to a player and, t- and tell him like, like yeah, yeah I'm gonna ask you to make a play. Or, you're you're famous for that, right? You were like, <laughs> yeah. You need to hurry the hell up. No, I try. I, Come on, soldier. So I try to <laughs> to sort of pleasantly tell them that they need to to move. You basically. have a whistle. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
I don't know. I, I think upon it, you'll watch. It's it's, it's very it's very weird with slow play because there's usually there are some players who play very very fast, and then there are some players who are naturally slower. Mm-hmm. And then and especially when the two clash, it doesn't. Man, that's doesn't a work that's a really it doesn't work very well. For example, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a very fast player. Yeah. Like I'm a, sometimes it's it's not very good. It's a, it ends up being a bit rash, but I I avoid like just staring at my cards and I usually like I want to make a play mm-hmm. and just see what happens <laughs> <laughs> hope for the best you know uh, yeah. no but I, I am like in general I am a, I, I play quite fast yeah but there are I and, and I think because of that as well I tend to be uh, maybe not less t- tall yeah maybe a little bit less tolerant with people who who do play yeah but but at the same time I do realize that I do realize that it, it is easy to get stuck, and mm-hmm. I I do use you know, I I I like to think that I have good judgment on when you should give the the especially when like giving the penalty because it upgrades so fast. Oh yeah, like you need That's to be right. very very careful when you're giving it. Like you need to to assess the board state. You need to see if there is an actual decision to be done. If the guy is is just like how relevant that decision can be to the game. And be, because you can stand behind the player, you can usually assess it pretty well if the guy is taking more or more taking than reasonable more, or not. Uh, yeah. Taking more time than he should. Uh, yeah. He or so, she should. So I, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with just going over and tell him, like, I'm going to ask you to play a little bit faster. Yeah. I think I'm more famous for doing that than for giving the warnings. For giving warnings, yeah. yeah. So that's but, yeah. the thing, like... Um, it's the pre-warning. The, yeah. The, hey, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Uh, in this, like they offer like a few. Uh, uh, who's the author? Jason Flatford, right? He offers a few things that you can do. Uh, this is not just for like judges. This is also you know taking from the from the uh, player's perspective. Like he offers this idea of like thirty second rule, and um, uh, you know stop. You know this this whole idea of thirty second the thirty second rule. I think it's a cute idea like if the turn takes more than 30 seconds like you have to consider like at least telling the person dude you need to hurry up yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but at, but at the think, same time like each board state warrants a different amount of time yeah right? exactly it like, is always it is always subjective in that sense I think it's more subjective towards the uh, the board state rather than the uh, yeah. the judge I, uh, on the yeah. I think the 30 second rule is probably a rule of thumb just to yeah, 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 in the back of your head say mm, that's 30 probably, seconds up like you yeah, because also the players are not playing in a vacuum they, they have the progressive game state also exactly that you probably have 10, 10 lands your opponent has 12 you have players have cards in hand yeah have you cards have in hand you have 5 creatures he has 7 he's got draws but they, and got, they, yeah. they didn't come up from last turn they are building up during the turns, so. yeah. yeah. Unless you're a goldfish, then congrats, you're playing. You know, you're playing um, magic with a goldfish. Um, like four second. I don't know how many how many seconds does a goldfish have. Five, four seconds. Five, I guess. <laughs> five yeah. seconds. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I forgot. I it's obviously very different if you're like looking at a sea whip mirror where each guy has like. Eight, a bajillion things eight, in the yeah, graveyard. Queen like, tokens and <laughs> ten creatures on each side, yeah, and, and uh, players are trying to work out how three to break digits this. lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three digits. Oh yeah, yeah. if it's a green white devotion mirror, even yeah. worse. But like, I don't know. It's obvi- uh, yeah, obviously it's, it's like if it's I don't know a mono red mirror, like you, you'll go over and see like these guys should probably 
kind of yeah you gotta be done in like five minutes but then some matchups take take longer yeah so i think uh me and gonsal were like discussing this other this other um general way that you should go about it so if uh, maybe you can explain it like if you see so as a bystander yeah, like you, as a judge you, or a bystander yeah if you are someone if you are watching a match like fresh eyes with fresh, fresh eyes, eyes yeah. uh, you are called to the table and you can assess what's happening on both sides of the of the the battlefield you check a player's hand probably the other and you see uh, okay this was the line that you yeah the line is say if you you can give a, a few moments more but then either either the play the player makes a, a move or is you can consider a slow play because you came you came from fresh eyes you could assess the board uh-huh. and you you probably had a, a play to do mm-hmm. but so if he can't do it or he doesn't do it he's probably slow play yeah yeah i think um, uh, that's that's a that's a really good way because like you're giving yourself time to look at this guy's hand to look at the board state first yeah to look at one player's hand make a line of play go over to the other side go figure out like what the other guys what the other guy's packing yeah it was what the guy is thinking about the his opponent his opponent has also when you're at a ptq uh, so yeah also when you're a ptq and a gp for you to walk down the table to the other side of the table unless of course it's at the corner like that's yeah. that's a long amount of time so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the, the way i usually tend to do it is i go over i look at everything on the table and if i see that the i, I can usually you can usually tell which two decisions or three decisions or what, what's the group of like the range of decisions that he has at his yep, disposal yep. and he's yep. trying to figure out mm-hmm. and for me the point where well he either doesn't move for like a, a long while or i think for me wh- what i when i usually decide to make my move as a judge is when he sort of goes to play a card and then retracts and, and then retracts yeah. yeah that that is usually a sign for me that he's getting stuck and then he, that he would take a long time to make a play okay. and this is this is usually the time where i tell him like i'm going to ask you to make a decision mm. that sort of thing okay so how do you uh, okay so f- for judges out there how do you approach the person do you just like do it faster no no no, chop, no, no. Chop. So it's just uh, after after you assess the, the board that you do uh, uh, I need you to play faster oh okay yeah. Probably, yeah. pro- uh, normally they do they do a play yeah, yeah. usually the caution yeah. is very effective usually they you'll go over and say like, I need to make a like, I need you make a decision I, I, yeah. I usually yeah either tell him like I need to to, yeah, to increase your pace of play or play faster or usually I, I i tell him like you need to make a decision i'm gonna bring ask up, you yeah, to don't bring decision. up that warning thing no no, no you no, never no, bring no. up the penalty yeah for yeah for new judges out there like myself uh yeah don't don't bring up like penalty talk just you yeah know, no threatening caution, threatening caution. is never yeah, a good yeah. way to do it you 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 say when you when you mention the penalty you're giving the penalty yeah mm. and once one way to do it is only do the um uh, give the penalty after he makes the play Otherwise, you can disrupt him even more. Ah, you, okay, you, can yeah. Yeah, say, yeah. you can say, oh, he disrupted me. Yeah, yeah okay. Usually, so you want to be like as quickly as possible. You just tell him, like, I'm going to ask you to, to make a play. And if he fails to do so in, a, in the next few moments... Wait yeah. for him to make the play, then you issue the, yeah. then you issue the warning. Because you need to break his line of thought. Mm. Exactly. Because otherwise, we go back to square one and then he'll get another one. Correct. Like, oh, well, yeah. 
just disassembled all the Legos. Um, <laughs> yeah, I so I, I remember reading uh, a while ago an article by Ifro. Uh, well, I, maybe it was on a podcast. Yeah, it was one uh, one of the uh, Men of the Pride podcasts. Okay. Ifro was a guest, and he spoke about. They were also talking. I think they were, they were briefly mentioning slow play or someone who played very slowly. And Ifro was saying the best way to make your opponent play faster is by being very fast yourself. So I don't like, think that works. So Ifro. Well, you know, Ifro, like he's a he can be a very intimidating player. Like you've, yeah, you've seen him at, sitting at the pro tour, you know, big guy sitting in front of you, <laughs> yeah. like Does he have years and years and years. No, 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 no. Oh, but he has, you know, decades. Uh, it's like the Swedish millennia yeah. of experience. Yeah, and he's a poker player. And he's a poker yeah, player okay, exactly. Yeah. Like, and he he what said that player. it was very common for him to sit at the table, and the, the other guy would be very intimidated by his presence and mm-hmm. people would start to play slowly or like be stuck on decisions because they'd always think that he had it all. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably and, Well, he probably does because he throws, you know, <laughs> is that, he's quite a lucky player as well. Um, but yeah, so but what he said was because his space of play is so high, like what, what he usually does is if he sees that the other guy is sort of taking too long on decisions, he considerably increases the pace of play like wow. his own pace of play, and he puts the pressure on the other guy to be faster. <laughs> yeah. Also, if he, he he can do this because he can he can think about his plays during his opponent's, opponent's t- play, t- yeah. turn. Yeah. So, so like when you uh, yeah okay so uh just general gameplay uh general gameplay advice like when your opponent's thinking about cards, uh you know you know what deck he's like especially if you know what deck he's playing and if he's thinking about like situations and he's thinking about cards. Put yourself in his shoes. You should be thinking about what's in his hand to what decisions that he's. Obviously, to make, you yeah. need to plan in a, in many turns. Like it's the same principle as chess. You need yeah, to be five to moves be. moves ahead, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, if you think during the time that your opponent is taking to think, like when it comes back to you, you know, you're, like you're, you're gonna really have a line of play. Fast, like you're just yeah. So what he, what he said, what he recommended was if the other guy's taking too long, when it comes back to you, just be ready to make a play and mm. yeah. put the ball back in his. On his side, yeah, just, you know, just like just dump it back on you and the same. I don't think that's very effective because, well, he said because the other guy will then feel pressured to do a, to make a play. Also, yeah, like I can see how this would work, but I I think it is obvious. That's, it's that's obviously more intimidation, though. I yeah, feel. yeah, but I think it's for example, if you're playing slowly and then it comes back to me and I'm playing slowly. And it goes back to you and you're t- like, and you feel like it's okay, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, slowly, mm, okay. So yes. I think, yeah, obviously, uh, like he has the the card to play of being the, the more intimidating player as well. Yeah, like, okay, you know, yeah. like he he puts more pressure on you, and you are also more likely to make a mistake in that this, in that yeah. situation. Exactly. Yeah. But in the what he said that you can you like, and it makes perfect sense for me. Like if you're playing slowly, I I need to make make it obvious for you that you are making playing slowly, mm. and I can do that. Which I have two different ways of doing that. One of the one of them is playing much faster than you and making you realize that, you know, the pace of play should be, should not be the one you're using. Uh-huh. Or if you see that your opponent is not changing the way he's playing, you can just call a judge. Yeah, call just judge. call a judge and you know discreetly ask him to watch over your game for a little while because you think your opponent is playing slowly. Mm-hmm. Usually, when the judge comes over. The pace of play increases. Up a bit, yeah. Um, I think a more passive aggressive way, and I you and I, I do this a lot, which is just to look at the clock. 
Like really just look at the clock. But they are opponents not looking at you. Then call over a judge and ask like how much time is left. Then that's yeah, very yeah, passive yeah. aggressive. That's Obviously very, asking how much life there uh, how, how much, much time, time is left, left on the round is all it's it, it is a classic. Everyone yeah. does it. You should do it. Yeah, I, I think it's But not, it usually pisses off me, your yeah. opponent more than <laughs> Yeah, that's it the helps, thing but which but the 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 calling the judge over, like I, I don't see any any other uh viable way like calling a judge over um, you can make you it. Know. You can make it look like you're not like talking you're asking about a question. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Asking a question like, hey, "Can you really?" You can ask to okay, talk yeah. to the judge away from the table. Like, if it if it is logistically possible, like you are welcome to. So mm. you can okay. just ask him. Just can you look over my match for a couple of sec, a couple of minutes? I think my opponent is playing really slowly. Mm. Okay, that's a that's a nicer way to do it. So yeah. that is a nicer way to do it. But yeah, I no I obviously prefer, I prefer everyone, prefer does, everyone does the same. Everyone does the same. They ask the judge how much time is left in the round mm. when the priority is on your uh, with your opponent. Yeah, I, and I he usually gets the hint, yeah. but usually yeah, usually don't they don't take it very well. No, I I prefer that they don't take it very well. Yeah, I know, I know. Just, obviously, it's gonna it's gonna push their buttons a bit, like yeah. crank their wheels. Of course, after that, if he proceeds to kick my ass, then yeah, whatever. <sighs> yeah, sadness. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move on to other. I I don't know. Have we exhausted this? No, there was one question where you brought up in the store just now. How do you okay? So if you got a friend, yeah, uh, who plays slow, okay. So in tournaments, it's very easy because there are judges around, and there's uh, you know, you can call for you can call for time, and you can call for, you know, uh, there's there's a structure, and you know, there's there's help. You can get during help. GPS. You usually do not have to ask the time because they usually yeah, have there's like a giant clock. Yeah. yeah, no, but yeah, you still do it because you want to you want to push your opponent's buttons, uh, <laughs> but um. Just say you can't see the clock, like you just slouch down. Right. Like, no, uh, you can't read because they're like, you're Chinese and yeah, you can't read like, like our these, numbers. These are, these are Roman numerals. I don't understand. Well, it'd be weird if they were Roman numerals. Yeah. They're, they're oh, sh- yeah, they're not Roman numerals. <laughs> they're, 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 oh, man. What numerals are they? Arabic. Uh, Arabic, yeah. Yeah. Are they Arabic? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they're Arabic numerals. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, my we need to make this. Yeah, we need to make roots. this a thing. We need to have like a digital watch with a uh, Roman, Roman numerals. numerals. No, 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 this is, no. oh, I'm pretty sure it's out there. I'm gonna e- I'm gonna check eBay. Oh yeah, it must be Amazon. out there. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, so so in tournaments, it's very easy to like call for slow yeah. play and stuff. Right? But if you're playing like casual games, especially if you play Commander, yeah, uh, and we'll bring out a situation. Uh, oh, so in, we're not talking about Magic anymore. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're talking about other sports where slow yeah. plays, uh, like hockey and okay. soccer, yeah. sure, and football. Um, so the the thing is, if you have a friend who who plays slowly, uh, especially like I, uh, the the case always comes up like in Commander, like Commander, like you have to think of like all the variables, and you have to think of like okay, there's a million things in my graveyard. There's still many things in my deck. My hand is like stacked. I have X number of lands. And then, okay, so, you know, so if you personally got a who play slow, how do you tell them that they're playing slow? Okay, I so, think if you're a good friend, you just like tell them straight, dude, dude, just hurry, yeah. hurry up, hurry. Yeah, yeah. Up. I think there are two different things though, because one of them is if you're playing a casual commander game, mm-hmm. like just hurry up, like there, yeah, there is yeah. no consequence to this, just like you're, you don't have to play around everything, yeah, you know, that, just, that's just true. make a play. Like yeah. there, it's a casual. Like I, I, it always used to piss me off when I was like big into Commander. I was playing it like every week. 
Yeah. And <laughs> it would piss me off that like we were five people around the table and I'd get to play a turn every half an hour. <laughs> because because everyone was like onto their own shenanigans, but they were trying to play around what four other people had in their hands. Oh, yeah. And like just you okay, you don't have that many cards in hand. It's just you know <laughs> <laughs> Except for the Zagana player with yeah. Reliquary Tower, but like, just just make a play. If if you have a pl- if you have a friend that consistently during tournaments play slowly, and yeah, usually so those how, tend to be the same yeah. guys that come from Commander. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that's true. The, we were discussing earlier earlier like we were narrowing, we were pointing out the guys that like play slowly at our star, and they are big into Commander. Yeah. Um, it's the, I know it's usually like those guys get teased a lot. <laughs> first of all, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you should. And they have been told that they need to play faster, and they usually just say, "Oh, I need to. I need. I want to make sure I'm not screwing up." Mm-hmm. But what they need to understand is, that how do you the, tell them? Like, like, yeah, and I think if you want to, you can have. Obviously, if you're teasing them, they they will be aware, but they will not do anything to change it. Yeah, like yeah, if you want to make a change, you guys are friends. That's the thing. Yeah, right? if you want to make a change, you need to just you know just tell them like, I think you should play a little bit faster. Like this can come back to haunt you. Like. You know? uh, I, I, man, well, not, not, really don't say, don't weak, say, don't yeah. say that part, but just say, I think you should play a little bit, a little bit faster. Like, if you're worried about making mistakes, just like play test, make sure you know yeah, what you're yeah, getting into, it, right? Yeah. Like, the yeah. best way to increase your pace of play is, is to, to just know keep what you're doing. Day. Yeah, yeah, keep playing the day. Yeah, yeah. There's no, yeah. there's no point in dwelling, like, what, what might be, like, you know, the answers you can have are usually obvious and you can usually. Like you know the the decks, right? If you know the meta exactly, game, yeah, you know, know what the other guy might have. Yeah. So that's... there's usually not that many cards you're trying to play around. Mm. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, but people obviously get intimidated and they don't want to lose. But you know, to get to the point where you're winning a lot of matches, you need to go through the point where you're losing a lot. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, one of the things that I um, that I noticed, like the last, was it the last pro tour, or was it the the one with uh, what's his name? Uh, the, what does he play? The Spanish, the Spanish dude versus the American dude, not Jacob Wilson. Uh, they were playing Bloom Titan versus. Oh, uh, the Sam Black's roommate yeah. against. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jason Cohen. Jason Cohen and Spanish guy Juan I, de Leon. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. So he was playing twin. Yeah. Uh, like an earlier match. Like you, you could see uh, Jason Cohen like totally does not run the uh, uh no not Jason Cohen there was Jason Cohen is Sam Black Sam Black totally does not run the deck at all because man every single turn was just excruciating long excruciating who's long. whose turn Sam Black's Sam Black's oh yeah he but Sam Jason Black, Cohen Sam, Cohen was he, he played blistering fast. fast he just yeah. for for that deck like he knew exactly what's going on Definitely. he knew what his opponent could have played around you know and you could tell in the final as well even though he was always behind he was always playing fast yeah. like yeah. Chris plays he knew what he was doing the twin player was you know. Yeah, then the twin player was like a bit, you know... He was slower. He was always, you know... Because it is true, like, in his position, he's always one tiny mistake away from things going out of control. He's yeah, playing yeah, against yeah. 
is one of the most unfair things, right? Yeah, big explosive. giant green things coming to play. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you could definitely tell Jason Cohen, like he, he knew the deck inside out. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. knew the lines of play. He knew he knew the maths behind each of the plays. He knew and the opponent's deck as well. Yeah, that's, he, thing, that's right? how you know. Like you know, this guy is prepared. He's playing fast. He knows the deck. He knows what the other guy's playing. Yeah. Like, uh, if goes, you're less experienced and if you don't know what you're trying to play around, obviously, somebody has to yeah, explain. You need it to, to be you, willing. Like, I think what most people who play slowly need to realize is you need to be willing to learn from your mistakes. Yeah. You uh, need to make the mistake to learn, and yeah. so. Yeah, going back to your point, like, yeah, it does take a lot of experience. Like, you have to play with the deck a lot and then realize, okay, these are the lines of play that I have. Like, these are the mulligans, you know, these are the hands that I can keep. Like, going back to our, you know, two episodes before, like, how you lose a game of Magic. Like, you have to play with the deck so many times. Like, the minute you look at the hand, you can tell yourself, okay, this I can keep, this I cannot keep. Exactly. You know, yeah. you, that comes from hours, like, from miles of experience, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. So... Uh, I think that's the best advice we can give you. If you have friends that ha- that do play slowly, like you can tell them till the cows come home uh, that they are playing slowly. They're never gonna change. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's not gonna. Happen. Yeah, I think the the way you should tell them is just just play. Just make a play. Be willing to learn. Yeah. From your mistakes, just make a play. Like you'll see what happens next time. You will, you will not make the same mistake. You'll play know what to play. Play casual games, yeah. Play more casual games yeah. and like, dude, just do, just do something. Yeah. It uh, is true. Like the most, the the most experienced players tend to have a faster rate of play. Whereas the most, like when you see a guy who's picking up a deck for the first time, like it obviously takes him longer to <laughs> know what what to mulligan away, what to keep. That's you know. true. Like you picked up, you you recently played with my uh, Sotairi animator. Deck. Oh yeah, okay, but that was Man, for that comedy was... value. What I did, <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. So yeah, I, I, I picked up Sidisi Whip, <laughs> uh, which apparently I heard auto loses to Ashiok turn three. It doesn't auto lose, but it man, it's an uphill battle. Yeah. Uphill so battle. I open up my hand. I play a turn two. I don't know. I play a Sylvan. Uh, I don't know. I like a Satai yeah, yeah, Wayfinder exactly. or something. Uh, I pass the turn. I was on the play, by the way. He plays the second land, passes back to me. I play something like a two-mana creature, and I pass back <laughs> with blue mana open for my stubborn denial. For yeah. my stubborn denial, but at the end of turn, he goes anticipate, and, I, and I'm like, I, yeah. like, I know anticipate is this other guy's like favorite card, and I'm just like, no. Count the spell, like just I'm not, I'm not gonna count. let you have the pleasure <laughs> of anticipating in front of me. Oh, and then he just, he just goes, sure, Ashiok, go. And okay. I, I scooped, but it was the, it was the comedy value of this antici- countering the anticipate. You did it because you could, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just you just have to go for it and yeah. just deny the the simple yeah. pleasures. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm crying. Mick, right Mick now. is crying yeah, from crying. laughing. By the way, <laughs> I was there. I was there at the table. Like you had it in hand. He had to play around it. Okay, anyway. I know, but there was no way I was going to let Vilela resolve that anticipate. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Like, I was ready to lose the game. <laughs> Based on... A- I, I, knew, I knew what I was getting into. I, 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 in my mind, there were, you know, he's no. not getting that anticipate. So the proof that uh, this is important is that if he had... Uh, Counter the Ashiak on third turn. We we wouldn't be talking about this. Exactly. So. Yeah, is, yeah. But I learned from my mistake. <laughs> oh, you learned from your mistakes. No, and you, I, you and I kept exactly like I kept a reasonable pace of play. Having <laughs> said that, if the next game the same thing had happened, I would have still countered that anticipating <laughs> and scooped all over again because yeah. 
he's not getting that anticipate. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's Jason's ingenuity at two mana. Goodness. Over my dead body, you're getting that anticipate. <laughs> okay. Okay, so enough about slow play. We'll move on to like just other just other small things that will that will get you uh, penalties, game losses, <laughs> and just to improve your whole experience of uh, of uh, PTQs uh, of like big tournaments or even like small tournaments that you run at uh, that you go to the shop uh, to your local uh, game shop. So. Um, I don't know what advice. I I think the main ones deck list. Yeah, deck list. Uh, there's a there's a fantastic website which is uh, decklist.org. Exactly. Is yeah, this is a great resource. Uh, decklist.org, org. Uh, it it has DCI. You know, it has the the official. I don't think it's official. Yeah, it is the official yeah. format for decklists. Oh, okay. It is. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically, it has a standard. You know, standard. Um, fill in the blanks with name, DCI number, deck name, deck designer, all of that. You put in the list of the cards, it counts it up for you, uh, and fills in the standard deck sheet. Automatically. So, automatically. Like nicely, nicely laid out. You print it out, and then you go to the shop, uh, you know, and you, you, you yeah. submit it. Just make sure, like, before a tournament, the, day, the night before, lay out your deck in front of you, Count the list. Make sure you haven't made any mistakes. It is not worth it to get a game loss from having a wrong deck sheet. It, yeah. It's just the tech. We have the technology. Okay, yeah. we have yeah, the technology. That's something that only depends on you. Yeah, yeah. this is this yeah. is solely on you. Like, if you mess this up, like that's your own fault. Yeah, we. I had a guy like last weekend, uh, second round, uh, mid round deck check him. He was losing one nil. He has a twenty card sideboard. What? Well, so he had five cards that he decided not to play in his deck, but they were with his sideboard. Oh, and he said, "Yeah, they they're not. The box, they're yeah. not sleeved." But, no, but you know, my hands are tied. Box, yeah. This was yeah, it, it. It my hands are tied. It's his mistake. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, I mean, if it's not in the same format, like for me, I carry around the two warnings that you yeah. that you. That oh you yeah, if it's me, out like, of the format, if yeah, it's, it's not legal in the format, it's fine. or if it's a promo that was handed out uh, during the during the tournament, yeah. Like you, you can. Yes. But having you know, having said that, the uh, just, just carry around a deck box. Like I think that's that's important. Like carry around the deck box with all the cards that you will need, and that's it. All the cards, all and the tokens. deck list, all deck deck list problems. You know, they're they're the player's fault, and they're so easy to avoid. Just yeah, double check, count, triple check, count yeah. your deck list. You know, Be use the use this resource decklist.org. It's so simple. You just fill in the blanks. It comes out neat. Yeah. Lay out your deck. Like it's important to lay out your deck because yeah, I had definitely. I had that experience where, uh, oh, not, not not quite a long time ago. Like recently, I laid out the deck. Uh, we were writing out the deck list. I could do it from my memory because I know exactly like what's in my deck. But I start I start laying it out and I realize, sheesh, I have five opulent palaces in my <laughs> deck. Mm. Yeah, no, no it's, it's how it's yeah. how we deck check people, right? We lay out the deck, we count up. So like, it's the yeah, easiest way for you to make just deck check yourself. Yeah, do lay out do the deck, yourself, yeah. count each card, see, make sure you're not playing five copies, six copies of each <laughs> card. You know, it could happen. It could happen. It's happened. It has happened. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you have the correct num- name of the cards. Like, don't don't write down Nessian Corsair if you're playing a Corsair Crucifix. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, yeah. yeah the don't write Surak if you are playing with the green one. 
because you have another. Yeah, yeah now you have, you have two yeah. Now you have Correct. two Surats, you have two CDCs, you have man. It makes soon it really confusing. we're gonna have two Jaces, two Lilianas. You know, are we gonna have two Jaces? Yeah. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, we're gonna. Once MTG Jesus, Origins yeah. is out, we're gonna M15 have fifteen and MTG Origins. Correct. Right. So. Yeah, you have to you know name the cards properly, know the names, like spelling errors. Uh, spelling errors. You know you can't spelling them, errors right? are usually fine. Like yeah. do do this. The, the card night needs before. to be the card needs to be uniquely uniquely identifiable. Yeah. Like that's fine. Like we don't but, really care about. Yeah, but do this the night before. Like, yeah, exactly. When you have the deck. time, yeah. When you have the time, sit down, lay out the deck. Uh, this I mean this is a very useful useful tool like the decklist decklist.org. Like it's a it's a wonderful thing to have. Uh, of course, if you have a printer and stuff, uh, if you don't, then it's okay. Take out a piece of paper if you're, I don't know, if you're a GP or a PTQ somewhere where you're not, you know, you don't have a printer accessible. Just, you know, write it down on a piece of paper, but do it when you have free time and do it when you're, yeah. uh, you know, uh, with the correct frame and, of and mind. And do it with time because Ace can make you make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Ace makes uh, what is it? Haste makes mistakes. Is that the no? Haste ma- lets you attack the turn the country um, yeah. comes into play. Wow. Um, good segue. Also lets you uh, activate abilities uh, yeah. on the, on the turn yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so uh, other things that will allow you to uh, that will help with your tournament play or uh, help with not getting um what do you call it penalties and penalties and stuff yeah um slow play deck list what else is there uh being on time especially on the oh, competitive yeah, events yeah. yeah uh if you decide yeah be eat like we we did discuss this in like episode 15 like go eat properly uh, you know, don't yeah. eat too much. Don't eat too little. Like, if you eat too much, then you might be spending more time in the toilet. <laughs> like, you know, and like where's my opponent? Yeah, and you come especially fight, fight rest the night before because uh, if you go to a GP, it's a very long day. Yeah, it's Usually. gonna be a long day. You're gonna be you're gonna be hungry. You're gonna be tired. Uh, and yeah, be be um be at the match on time. Yeah. Uh, if you're uh. Yeah, it's five minutes, right? You're given five minutes, Grace? Uh, on GPs, no. If you're not on the table when the round starts, you got a game loss. Oof, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw. like, I mean, I've been to a few GPs, and, like, right next to me, like, my opponent's not, like, my, uh, the table next to me, his opponent's not here, and, like, oof, that's it, finish. Yeah. And the game was the game was over in game one, and it was really very fast. We played sealed deck, and like this guy just lost to a aggro, to aggro deck, and like mm, okay, sure, yeah, it's done. Yeah. Five minutes, and the I, you know I had arm space on my right. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the other thing? Man, I I had something to check your draws, confirm your draws with your opponents. Yeah, okay, yeah. Confirm your draws. We all like the head judge always says this at the beginning of the tournament, no one pays attention to this. <laughs> Every time it's a competitive tournament, we always say, uh, confirm your draws with your opponents. Like before drawing, just ask. Mm. Yeah. You're gonna draw, let's just say, draw. You know, it's uh, an acceptable char- shortcut. Yeah. No one does this. In fact, I had a player um like a while ago, I was I, every turn I go draw and I wait for them to say okay or um, and I had a guy who was saying, like, stop asking me if you can draw. 
like, like just no. draw. And I was like, no, and I'm, it is the correct way. This is to agree, like we are going to, you know. Yeah, you always lead by example, right? So yeah. yeah. I was impressed when I was uh, seeing a, a SCG stream mm-hmm. and Melissa the Toro was playing. Uh-huh. And she's very technically, she plays very technical. She's a draw, main phase, uh-huh. attack, pass, go. Yeah. And she's like, like, yeah. yeah, she plays main like phase, the main phase, attack yeah, phase, main, like yeah. going to attacks. Uh, it's good for her for showing that what she's doing, but also for the, the opponent. Yeah, your opponent, so, your opponent kind of realizes. Like, the thing is, um, uh, taking all these shortcuts, like taking all these shortcuts, are are good to save time, but they're also quite bad because, for example, um, if you are a bot state, especially uh, maybe you place you place you and you can have like a creature that can tap something down. Yeah. Like, don't just skip combat. Don't just end your turn. Like, go yeah. to combat because the guy's gonna have to tap your creature before combat. Yeah, and like depending it's on what it's gonna be very comes, relevant. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is very relevant because like he can tap like some random thing that reveals information of what he has in hand. Like if he's gonna tap down your biggest creature, then like you know, like man, he's got nothing to nothing. Uh, he's just gonna chum block uh, yeah. everything. Uh, but if he taps down like something small, you and, know, like, enticing some, you, yeah, yeah enticing that's something you, fishy, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is these are things. That, these are things that we do like just to you know to just to improve play. But yeah, confirming your draws is very important. Uh, something about deck list. Um, if you play sealed deck, I think if you play sealed deck a lot and you sideboard like um, sideboard your cards outright. Uh, sideboard back your cards. Sideboard out your cards after each match. You know, check the sideboard yeah. again. Have a second copy of your deck list in your box. Like just for just for reference sake, okay. If you if you play with your deck a lot, like you, if you play constructor a lot, like it's easy, yeah, because you know what's in your sideboard. But if you play um, what you call it? If you play sealed deck, maybe it's a bit harder. But try to remember exactly what's in your deck. Yeah, uh, sometimes well, what you can do, you you always if you use sleeves, most people use sleeves during um, sealed de- sealed using sealed decks. Mm-hmm. If you have extra sleeves, because you don't know if uh, the ones you are using might be destroyed by something, uh-huh. you can always put uh, the cards you have you have taken from your deck. Leave in, them in the sleeves. Yeah, leave them in the sleeves or in front, and you can move the cards you are. Normally, you have always three or four cards you are using as sideboard cards uh-huh. away from the others you are not using. Yeah, exactly. It's, like yeah, it will. It's be, always easy. It's very. It's very easy. Like deck checks. Deck checks are admittedly not very uh, rampant, but they do happen. And like you know, if you randomly just get deck checked because you did not sideboard out, also. Uh, if you didn't sideboard out, like usually you're at a disadvantage, right? Like you. You yeah, you have irrelevant cards for the matchup, like just exactly. you know, just do do it right. Uh, so to improve tournament play, I think um, something that we read recently is uh, something that we read yesterday. Uh, so you can probably time when we record this podcast. Uh, this whole idea of um, just take care of yourself during GPS, I think, or during tournaments, big or small. Uh, I like this pointer. Shower, use deodorant, and brush your teeth every day as a human being. Yeah. Like, be, be, you know, be, uh, use, 
this is not only for magic events. It's yeah, for, for everything. Yeah, for the, it's you a way of the, life. You do this every day. You go to Please. the library, you know, brush your yeah, teeth. Yeah, brush your teeth, shower. You know, if you talk to people, go when you go out for dinner, you know, shower, yeah. you know, use Why? gel. Yeah, if you live in the basement. Why would I shower? Although, yeah, if you... It's not my birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> if Although, yeah, if you are homeless, though, then it's a bit difficult. But, but you're, you're not homeless, playing magic. Yeah, if you're homeless, then it's a bit difficult if you're playing magic. Like, I, I would tell you, please reprioritize uh, some things in your life. Yeah, yeah. Play, buy magic cards rather than buying shower gel. You, right? you can uh, play magic and look uh, homeless, but it's a different thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, also try not to look homeless, but... Um, uh, what else? Yeah, respect. I think we yeah we also brought this up during um during uh the other episode like respect the other respect the other player. I think that improves both your experiences at the tournament. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think this is like exclusively related to having more women in um. Yeah, no, no, no. This is just yeah. in in general. Like we are talking about like um. Yeah, I think like one of the like it's the the magic community is famous for being tolerant, right? Like for being. Man, well, wait. that's what we're meant to be. That's why yeah, the yeah. that's why the guy that took the picture of the butt cracks. That's why. Yeah, we may, we did mention this like yeah, like but that's back, the yeah. the reason why wizards wanted to make an example out of him. You know, like they wanted to to make you know prove their point that this is a tolerant community. Like yeah, we. That's why Erwin Campbell. You know, like Erwin Campbell, feline long uh, uh, love. What's her name? Feline Longmore. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Like the, they, they've the, the high tide player, yeah. Yeah, they've yeah. been very famous. You know, they're trans tra transgendered, and they've been welcomed in the community. You know, they they are people. They are players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like players, just yeah, be respectful you, you, to you everyone. Be, like the magic it's not is fun because you don't play alone. You need ev uh, someone you need else. Second player, to, yeah. To play. yeah, yeah. yeah you need them. It's not a solitaire game. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you you see so many like different people playing magic. You know. Small, big, thin, yeah. fat, blonde, brunette—you know, think, guys. Yeah, keep keep your. Uh, I want to say keep your comments to yourself, like inclusive. Every comment to yourself, if it's good or it's bad. Uh, but generally, yeah, keep the bad comments to yourself. Just keep it in, like it's it's gonna affect the other player, and like that's mean. For example, um, uh, you know, I I hate it when I hate it when um, people say you're Chinese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am Chinese. What are Sorry. you talking about? Like, <laughs> it's been yeah, it's it been like fifteen minutes since since I last made a Chinese <laughs> joke. Chinese joke. Yeah. Uh, no, I hate. I was it getting withdrawal withdrawal symptoms. Uh, when you play, and then like um, uh, you know, I I get it that I'm kind of lucky, and like you really had a bad draw, but uh, when people just happen to let slip, like man, you got lucky, man, that really irks me. Like oh, I love dude. it. <laughs> Man, that's like yeah I got lucky and you lost Like, but I do the same I love doing it it's part of the game for me like saying oh man you're such a luck sack you know no, you're yeah. such a luck sack yeah but you know uh, when it has I, I think um, I, I believe it's the way that the, the message was delivered oh. like it, it really like um, no it's not oh, yeah, obviously, man you got like, lucky no no it wasn't man you got lucky the guy shuffling up is there man, man he, got he got lucky like he's telling himself 
Like man, oh, that, yeah, yeah. That, that. Well, first really of all, I never make these comments with like someone I don't know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Course. If if it's someone I do know though, like yeah, man, you're yeah. gonna get it. Like, <laughs> dude, how the hell do you? No, pull but the, the only time like you know this about me, like I if I lose to superior play or like a better deck, like that's, that's fine with me. Yeah, like okay. yeah, top okay. decks, you know, I lose to variants all the time. Like I get screwed. Like you'll make the comment, nah, man, I was stuck on yeah, lands or whatever. You judge. Yeah, the, you know, the one time, you judge. the one time you know I get salty is losing to unanswerable rares. Um, like you've seen me play against the like when we were playing in cans, playing against that three four flying that gives all your creatures life link. Which one? When you play oh, on the, creatures, oh, spell. Man, yeah. You've seen me like I had the last five drafts I've done online. Uh-huh. I've played against, against Siege Rhino five times. Oh, man. <laughs> like five consecutive drafts playing against Siege Rhino. And the one I didn't lose to Siege Rhino, the guy followed Siege Rhino with Whisper with Elemental. Like, yeah. Th- that was the one I won. Oh, wow. He man. followed it up. He with, played like, turn four Siege wow. Rhino, turn five Whisperwood, and I won that game and that round. What the hell? How the hell did that happen? Multiple Aven Surveyors, that's how. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's that's one thing that, you know... But yeah, just, yeah, especially, like, refrain from, you know, ethnical, gender-related... Yeah, just talk yeah. about the game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. everyone is coming together because of this yeah. game. Everyone, you know, like, usually the people who tend to play magic, magic and, and, like, they're sort of shy and, you know, like, they... Some people, like, back in the day, like, it was the, the nerds, you know, like, at yeah, school and stuff. Like you had to hide it. And like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. But, like, and whenever you came, you could find whoever, like, was playing Magic. And you just, if someone played Magic, you'd have that in common. And you'd play with whoever it was. Like, you'd come to the shop and everyone would be willing to take you up on a game, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, and the community is always very welcoming. Like, yeah. there's no point in making these... Yeah. Uh, I, I have a short story to tell very mm. short I once was uh, in a GP in in Germany uh-huh. and it was freezing cold in December and Tomar Saito and Andre Quimbra were trading cards in the cold and well, outside? outside wow Whoa. and Whoa. there was as many people as many people watching them trade as they were watching the top 8 matches <laughs> so it's magic. Every, everybody brings together. They are talking about what they are trading because they probably think, oh, this is going to be good in the next season. Okay. So everybody was talking about magic. It, it was, it's not even about next leveling site. Yeah. It's not an easy was, task. This was a long time ago. But this, this was, this, I, I, I would love imagine. to trade with Saito. I would love to yeah. trade with Saito. I just imagine like uh, they're outside the tournament area and like there's this glass screen. Like everyone's just pressed up against the glass screen. No, no, no. I think it's even better. I think it looks more like a dance battle. And everyone's like in a big circle. Yeah, yeah. It was a big circle. Man, this sounds like a great... Just a... That is cool. Trading the the dance battle of magic. Like, I'm going to throw in one Black Lotus. Why are you... Top it off with a... Top it off with a whisper. I don't know. Okay, so um, any any other things, any other tips to to players uh, about like just general general etiquette? Yeah, I think the easiest think, yeah. way to 
avoid penalties is, is to just check with your opponent what you're doing, what's happening. Yeah, make sure that everything is right uh, if you are both aware of what is happening. Mm. Correct. Everything yeah. should be okay. Yeah, just a any question, do not hesitate to call a judge. Call a judge. Yeah. yeah, I think just calling a judge like we should just rename solve this. so many problems. We should like rename this podcast to like call a judge, call a judge podcast. Maybe we should start a new new no. podcast like just on judge rulings and stuff. Maybe I don't know. Call a judge. Well, that exists. So like the judge cast and yeah, they do yeah, yeah, a lot of amazing a lot of, yeah. I do. I do watch. I do listen to judge cast. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, uh, we 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 could have like a, you know, like a spot, like a judge spot in our podcast where where we talk about a a weird ruling. Yeah. Although, yeah, there was there's something I've been meaning to bring up, but we'll talk about that in, a, in another episode. Do, do, do you want to do a quick ruling now? About just. Do you want me to put you on the spot right now? Sure. Give, give okay. me. Okay. Uh, any infect creature. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay, I have a blink. Is it blink moth? Is the uh, is it ink moth? It's ink moth nexus. Ink moth. Okay, yeah. I'm attacking you with ink moth nexus, and I gave it like a mutagenic growth. Like it's big. Okay. Okay, it's like it's just a f okay mutagenic growth. Is not quite enough. Let's say I gave him mites uh, of ulcrosa. No. So it's a five five. Yeah. No, a just like mites uh, of the ulcrosa. Activated mites of the ulcrosa, and he attacked. Okay, I have a okay. five five infect creature coming your How way. About seven seven. The the no, delve no, spell. No, no, it's too much. Too much. <laughs> no, it's just fine. It's a seven-seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Become immense, man. Like that's yeah. the. It is a seven-seven infect creature coming your way. All right, we're flying with evasion. Yeah, yeah. everything. Like you have nothing on the battlefield. You have a mountain and a plains untapped. Okay. And I attack, and you deflecting palm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I'm attacking for ten poison. Okay. And you deflecting palm my right. my creature. Yeah. Where you deflecting palm, and then you get to choose a source. Yeah. Yeah. What so, happens? I'm at, I'm at 20 life. No, you're just going to deal the guy 10 damage. That's it. Like you prevent the damage. Man, come on. I got to... Yeah. yeah, we should have a we should have a section at the end of this it is, where this we is, make this, like this really one is an easy hard one. questions. Uh, this, I think this is not... Well, this this easy. is not an easy one. It's it's just an, a, you need a, to know the a regular card, RTFC, yeah. you know. You need yeah. to read the card. Yeah, you read need to the read the flipping card. card. Like the one that really got me... Like, the flipping I think, card. Uh, there, were, there were a few... Um, uh, test that I did online and the one that that got me was the one where I never read the card it says enchant a creature you control and so uh, I think one of the questions was uh, the, the enchantment just said enchant creature you control and if he grabs your creature like he takes control of your creature what like and then some stuff happened I totally missed the enchant creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read enchant creature. They like, always yeah, do that. Quite irrelevant. I spent Damn like there was one question during my L two preparation. I was I had one question which I didn't get at all. I I print screened the question. I sent it to like a few other judges. <laughs> it's like what the hell is happening here? Like I'm sure this question is just, just doesn't make any sense. And two other judges like they, I don't know. One one other judge said. Like he had no idea what was going on either, because because I explained it wrong as well because I was giving him my interpretation of the uh, question right. Okay, okay. But um, you need to read. It's just because you didn't read like one line. Well, yeah. What line. what it turned out the the whole ruling was on how uh, I think the enchant creature was. Yeah, it had to enchant a green creature, oh, okay. and the spell made the creature black. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, so it just dropped but off. it was a tiny little clause, you know, like the thing. Oh yeah, by the way, this creature becomes black. <laughs> oh, oh by yeah. the way I'm quite sure but it's that's like a tiny person. little thing like, it, that's it something be, that you miss right yeah it's it may like, look like for example you'd have like a, a turn and burn 
Uh, yeah, and yeah. you turn the creature, and usually like the relevant part is the, the thing that it's at zero one, and it's like this type oh, of creature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it becomes red, right? Oh yeah. Turn be- makes the creature red. This wasn't the card in question, but it was but a similar effect, right? Where you had all of this like power and toughness thing to consider, like the creature. So I think the the general idea would be. There was like a regeneration shield as well involved, <laughs> and the creature was meant to like die. Uh, and if the creature died, the enchantment then state-based actions, the, the enchant creature goes away, uh-huh. or if the the creature just regenerates, like the enchant creature stays or whatever. But the creature was couldn't be enchanted because the creature was now black and it was an enchant green creature. Oh. And I completely missed this like, in the midst, you know, of all the other different power and toughness yeah. considerations and state-based actions and all yeah. the layers and all the yeah, sure. Just this, oh, like, God. it's always like these tiny little mistakes that make these. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, so I think man, that would be interesting. Like, we can bring up like a judge yeah. question. Some, I actually this this afternoon I got asked how. Um, if rebound cards after they get cast they go into exile or if they go into the graveyard and oh, okay. my, that, that very my answer was yeah. um, read rebound yeah oh it says one. it says on the card yeah you have reminder text for rebound in the in a dragons of Tarkir hmm. uh, that's the thing like I played during um, I played during uh, what you call it Rise of Eldrazi and like the reminder text is just like uh, really reminder I well, yeah, really, you, yeah, it says like insta- when you when you cast it, it gets exiled. Exile and you can it cast it from of, exile. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was just read the card. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the podcast here. Uh, thanks to our special guest Gonzalo for coming down. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for listening. Uh, Gonzalo, since you, I know you collect dragons, and I want to throw this in. Like, yeah. what are you looking for? Anybody in the Porto area that has dragons to trade? I'm pretty sure you're looking for some, right? Yeah. Um, Is it all of them? No, I have uh, quite a few from Dragons of Tarkir. I'm still missing the um, the elder dragons and the foils of them and the foils and, and all of the languages. Uh, uh, that's that's, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> a project yeah. for another yeah, day. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> but I'm st- I'm still missing the pre- the pre release ones and the ones wow. that come from Intropex. Okay, the ones that come they, from Intropex. They have they have a different uh, arts. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There were dragons in Intropex. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, Sunscorcher region, I think, is one of the. Oh, I know Thunderbreak regions in there, but I don't think it has different art. No, it, uh, uh, that region is on the. Oh, is it an event deck? Yeah, it's in the event in deck. deck. I see. Oh, okay. The double color rare dragons are on the Interpex. Oh, I see. Cool, oh, cool, okay, cool. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you have any dragons to trade, like yeah, hit up. Yeah, Gonsal. come to me. Yeah. Uh, just drop by Arena Porto. Just a little. I accept donations too. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, if you've got also, if you got monk. Tokens, I want monk tokens. I got you covered. Yeah, from where you're gonna from draw? From my house. Yeah, you're just gonna draw monk tokens. Like you just take any random you wa- token. You want the one one brown? Why? White prowess, right? White prowess. Yeah, yeah I, can draw, I can draw those. It's fine. <laughs> it's like you just erase the this thing. Put blanco. No, uh, no, I'll just use regular paper. Just sleep them up with some islands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. So, anything you wanna, anything you wanna plug, anything you wanna say before we end of the show? 
Uh, I don't think so. It's been pretty slow. Yeah, it's been a pretty slow few weeks, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the one thing people should do is just start picking up your fetches now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, modern seasons come like modern master seasons coming. So this this is this is the time to start thinking about getting them because people will start thinking about modern masters. Yeah, they will fetches are no like they'll stop being drafted once this uh, this draft format goes away. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. And start saving up money because modern masters is it's not really cheap. Really uh, I think we'll talk a little bit about this in the displays next. are going for two hundred seventy-five euros. Goodness! Mm. Yeah. Uh, don't miss the pro tour. Just don't miss the pro tour. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was actually yeah. it was an interesting. Like at the shop the other day, there was a guy asking me, like, "Are you going to get access to any modern masters like displays?" And I said, uh, "I don't know, maybe." And he was like, "Oh, how much you're going to sell them for?" And I said, I'm pretty sure the the Just like so minimum good. minimum like price you're gonna find is 240. So ah oh, no way it's gonna be like 150. Nope. No, yeah. just because you you say so doesn't make it so right. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you wish they were 150. Yeah. This if not you really be like believe, <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> they are 10 euro boosters. Okay, just yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're gonna wrap up the show. So remember, we are the Power Nine Podcast. Yes, uh, we, we are. Yes. Every Sunday. Uh no! Every now we release. Uh, I'm starting to release at, uh, every Saturday, 11 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, no, not Pacific Standard Time. Greenwich Mean Time GMT. Uh, but yeah, we release on Sunday generally. Uh, if um, uh, you want to listen to our other episodes, and I do recommend episode number ten, episode number fifteen. Um, uh, you can go look for us on power9podcast.com mtgcast.com or you can look for us on iTunes and if you're on iTunes please rate and subscribe the show it really does mean a lot to us it makes me very happy to see like oh we're in the top I don't know 200 podcasts. yeah like our Facebook page as well like. yeah come by our Facebook page uh, facebook.com slash power9podcast uh, follow us on Twitter at power9podcast the 9 is a number 9 um and yeah, like uh, as again, um, if you've got any comments, suggest comments, suggestions, or um, just topics for us to talk about, uh, because we like to talk about everything, just hit us up on our email power9podcast at gmail So for myself, Nuno, and Gonzal, we're signing off. Bye bye. Bye. Ciao.